Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Ramadan Reflections for 2020. Today, being the fifth day of Ramadan, we wanted to dedicate our discussion to better understanding the concept of taqwa, as Allah has told us that the act of fasting, which we have in this blessed month of Ramadan, is something legislated for the Muslims just as previous nations had fasting in their respective teachings and spiritual regiment. And as per the Qur'an, this is an act which will hopefully create taqwa within our hearts. Now, in the beginning of the Qur'an, in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter number 2, in verse number 2, Allah says, This is a perfect book, there is no doubt in it. It is a guidance for the righteous a term which has been used literally hundreds of times in the Qur'an in various forms is taqwa, or being one who has an active awareness of Allah in every step of their lives. Now the Qur'an has spoken about the usage of the word al-muttaqin, those who have taqwa, at least 49 times, again showing us the importance of this concept. The word taqwa itself is derived from the root waw, qaf, and ya, which means to safeguard or to abstain. And in the Islamic terminology, it is defined as the action of restraining oneself from disobeying the commands of Allah. When the sixth Imam, Jafar al-Sadiq, may God's peace and blessings be upon him, was asked to elaborate on the meaning of the word taqwa, he replied, and he said that submit to the command of Allah and do not go near the prohibited. It means that one should endeavor to fulfill all of the commands that Allah has ordained and abstain from all of the things which are prohibited. On the basis of this, taqwa can actually be classified rather into two different types. The first type of taqwa consists of compulsory obedience to Allah in fulfilling the obligations that we have and ensuring that we do not leave even a single duty unperformed and the obligatory commands as we know those wajibat are those things which if are not carried out that they will invite the wrath of Allah and also as far as possible we should try not to forgo the recommended acts the mustahabat these recommended acts are those things which if we perform them we earn blessings and a reward however if they're not carried out then we do not get punished for that of course taqwa has various levels to it Sometimes we see that one of the levels of taqwa is the level of adalat or justice with others. At other times, taqwa goes even higher than just mere justice, such that we reach to the level of isma or infallibility. And actually, you know, in an actuality, isma is nothing more than the highest level of taqwa. Thus, the sense of responsibility to Allah, which is inside the spirit of a person, and the state of wiqaya, this inner protection which they develop, this is nothing other than taqwa that we have to work on in this month of Ramadan and at all times. Now taqwa is best understood by the following example that if there was a flood that was approaching your region, you would obviously rush to shut the doors, the windows of the house, to barricade the doors and windows with plywood or whatever was available with sandbags so that you could weather the storm whether the windows and doors are big or small, or whether they're already you know, very well built, you'd protect them. So taqwa is really that protection from all of the challenges around us. And therefore the more powerful 
and larger the doors of taqwa become in our lives, the less damage will come about to our faith by the outside challenges. The lower desires, passions, following of the lower soul are just like a flood of water, while taqwa is like a door or a gate which acts as a protector from these tumultuous waves. And if one is able to control the floodwaters, then they would be able to convert the power and the force of that water into electricity for positive usage. As we conclude, let us reflect on a few verses of the Qur'an on the benefits of having taqwa in our lives. And again, there are hundreds, we've just chosen three for today. In Surah Talaq, chapter 65, verse number 4, Allah promises, and He says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهِ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ يُسْرًا Whoever has the taqwa of Allah, He will make for him ease in his matters. Now in this verse, Allah mentions in this beautiful verse of Surah Talaq, the chapter of the divorce, in which some of the guidelines of divorce are discussed, that the Qur'an in its majestic style and its eloquent wisdom tells us that for those who have taqwa, Allah will make matters easy for them in this world and obviously the next world as a consequence. Now this does not necessarily mean that a person would not face difficulties or challenges, but rather through the blessings of his taqwa or her taqwa, they are guaranteed ease and the strength to go through those difficulties without losing faith or hope in Allah. Continuing on in Surah Talaq, chapter 65, verse number 2, Allah says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Whoever has this taqwa of Allah, He will make a way out for him. In this verse, we see that taqwa actually serves as a divine guard against the trials of this world, as well as the difficulties of the hereafter. And the third and final point we mention is that in Surah Talaq, again, chapter 65, verse 3, Allah says, وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ that He will provide for that person from sources in which they could never imagine. As we all know that Allah, God, is the creator, sustainer, and nourisher of the entire universe. Whatever a person requires and desires of sustenance can be found in the vast treasures of Allah. The divine promise is there. God is with the people who have taqwa, and they will be sustained from sources in which they never perceive to receive sustenance from. You know, the Quran actually reiterates this in another verse where Allah says, وَلَوْ أَنَّا أَهْلَ الْقُرَىٰ آمَنُوا وَاتَّقَوْا لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ And if the people of the towns believed and had taqwa, the God consciousness, certainly we should have opened for them blessings from the heavens and the earth. This is found in chapter number 7, Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 96. These and many more benefits in this world and the next await the one with taqwa. And hopefully that is us in this blessed month of Ramadan and beyond. And so in closing, in this month of Ramadan, which is all about taqwa, all of our acts of worship which we carry out in these days and nights need to be geared to get us spiritually closer to our Creator and to further develop our awareness of Him, a step on the path of taqwa, such that when we get to the day of Eid, on the first of the month of Shawwal, and we continue in life until the next Ramadan, if Allah, give, God, gives us that opportunity to live a full year, that we have been able to maintain 
and develop and to maintain that taqwa and to carry it with us till the year to come in all aspects of our lives. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.